Welcome to the Look of Love podcast. The Look of Love, living up to it, looking up to it, and loving through all that comes with it. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we discuss us, our marriage, and our observations on all things life. I'm Valerie, the wife. And I'm Phil, the husband. Yeah, the wife is the more important part. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us. Hello, people. Yes. Okay, my husband is really excited right now because clearly it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah, according to uh, Spotify records, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's been like since August? Something like that, yeah. Guys, listen. I don't know how people who are full working adults do this <laughs> with fidelity because it takes a long time for it to be like the right time to say, Hey, there's nothing else on our plates. Let's just, <laughs> let's talk to each other, but record the I conversation. Mean, believe it. Believe you guys. We, we really enjoy doing this, you know, um, and it gets the freedom and putting out when we want, yeah. but, but we know that there are people out there that enjoy it as much as we do. Yeah. So this and is this the, is for the actual followers who yes. are like, yeah, when are you guys gonna put out an episode? Here you go. Here uh, is one. And so this one is actually personal because yes. guess what? My headphones are sitting extra special today. <laughs> um, they do not have a weave or a wig to go through because your girl went natural. Yes, she did. And so let's just talk about the couple of events that happened before. Right. So step one, it was me coming home and like, unlike anything I've done before, I was literally coming home to take off, not just my bra, but my wig. And I was walking around the house, like who shot John? Um, just without a wig. (laughs) I'm just like, it was glorious. Well, see, the whole thing is, is like it for me, I don't know what was happening because I could you know, I'm the type, the girl that could sleep in my wig. Like, right, right. so just the, the, just wanting to peel off and including that in the peeling off process was definitely something new. Um, and then there was uh, the big 35 hitting the corner. That's right. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, you know, something's happening. Yeah, she was a birthday girl back in November. And the birthday's happening. And then like maybe two weeks or maybe three weeks before my birthday, I'm going to my car and my girls, you know, I work at a school friends. Um, so my little girls, they always watch me like leave. And I know that's like a thing. So of course I take on my Oprah position and I'm like, my girls, Hey, you know, hugs all this around. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) but a couple of them were hanging out like at the threshold of the gym where they could kind of follow me to the car. And usually that's like follow you know, with their eyes, but they actually followed my person. And I was like, okay, what's about to happen in my car? Um, And I'm not talking like 16 year olds. I work at a preschool to eighth grade. And these are like my second graders. We're talking about seven, eight years old. Um, And so it's like five of them. They're kind of like looking at each other, talking with each other, but they're like still looking at me. So I'm like, okay, they're talking about me. What did I do today? Um, So I'm like, what's up girls? And like Miss Dragon. And you know, the one who's like, I guess the bravest steps up and everyone's like, go, go ask her. And she's like, um, do you, I'm like, okay, spit it out. Do you wear a wig? Because you know, your Afro is unprofessional. And I said, Wow. Okay. So I'm just like, wow. This is loaded. 
hold on a second. And so I I literally say, girls, I'd love to make it that deep. I said, the reality is it's so much easier for me just to put on a wig. I was right. like, do you know what time Miss Dragon comes into the building? It's well, so I do all of that, and it wasn't a lie; it was very true. Yes, like, definitely. to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and not come home until eight <laughs> requires a do that doesn't need so much fuss. And there's nothing like a wig to just have your identity for the day. <laughs> um, so I just. You know, just it sat with me, and eventually I went to the girl who asked me, her mother, and I was like, listen, totally not offended, but your daughter asked me something so deep that I was kind of taken aback by it. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we were all, I was like, who's all? Like me, my sister, the aunties, like all the women in her family were together, gathered around the TV uh-huh. to see the Sonalathan Napoli Ever After. Uh-huh. Um, and in that, in short, you know, black girl who seems to have a plan together and her plan is not working right or well. Um, and she damages her hair and goes through a whole bunch of weave concoctions to look the perfect part. Um, and then maintain her own status quo. Oh yes. And that's a very good way to say it. It's like her own status quo, but it's reinforced through conditioning. You know, there's the mother element. Then there's the stature element. Like you're a woman in woman in charge and you work in this field of advertising. So it's like a lot of the, you know, typical conditioned uh, messages that say, this is who you are and what you should look like when you're that person. Um, but in short, she goes through some, uh, Brittany moment and shaves her hair and is like, Oh shit. Um, and then, you know, becomes this whole other person because of this act of uh, depression, really, that ends up being the best decision she's made. Yeah, liberating. Um, yes, yeah, very liberate, liberating. Um, and so, of course, my husband has a great Haitian barber who does not live too far from <laughs> us. And he, you know, in his rituals over the weekend, is like, oh, it's time for that look to come back. And it's always really juicy. So I said, hey. Take me to your barber. Oh, man. It was an awesome experience. I mean, well, it's so funny because I feel like I am watching my fro fall on the floor, but I'm also catching glimpses at my husband. But you know what? (laughs) There was a prelude to this. I thought I just gave it. (laughs) No, but even before this, with your sister... When you oh, I totally missed out. You know, um, there's nothing like a dragon yeah, giving yeah. another dragon feedback. Yeah, this is kind of like a, like, a, like a prologue. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, there we go. I just wrote my book. I just spoke it into existence. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we visit my sister, and this is the first time that I am literally traveling without a wig. Like I I'd, forgot the reason why. There wasn't any specific reason. I had my wigs in my bag. And I was ready to put it on in, in case. Um, but in true, like, well, I'm just being transparent since, you know, you all hear everything. This was a season of me, like, panic attacking, like, every three seconds. Right. Um, and the idea of feeling closed in becomes so distracting to me settling myself. Um, and so in this season of just panic, I was just like, listen, I'm going to be in a car for four hours. We're driving. No, that's not true. We're going all the way to Connecticut. I'm just going to be free. I'm wearing the loosest dress I have. I don't have a bra on. Like, I'm not going to put my wig on. Um, so I definitely looked really great for my sister. Very relaxed. <laughs> um, and it was almost like, okay, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. And then I come into the fold, and I'm kind of like, yeah. So I cut my hair. 
I did. I like cut my hair under my wig to try to figure out what I was going to do with it. Cause I was like, I just have to do something to force myself into this role. And so this is the first time like I'd been out in the world without a wig. And my sister was like, girl, nah, son, you gotta do something with that. You gotta get like shape it up. Like you gotta get a style. It can't just be like, Bleh. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a big, it was a rather interesting, interesting discussion on the yeah. efforts it takes to have natural hair. Yeah. And well, that's true. I forgot about, she definitely, my sister has dreads. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just like, yo, the maintenance, like, you know, it's not just wash no, and go. I had no idea. I, I thought it was a, yeah. but there, like there, there's, a some, there's some, there's some, there's a different kind of care involved. It's a different type of care. Oops. Sorry, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I think where she was coming from was like, if your plan is to just have a big chop and like walk the life (laughs) that you have with that big chop, that's not it, sis. Um, And on top of that, like, yo, it's actually hard work to be natural. So you've got to get some help if this is really what you want to do. But you got to remember, natural is not for everybody. Um, And that was like very, you know, Ringing in my hair had very clear. The irony behind all that is that when I actually went home to my mother's house, like, you know, like an hour away, she literally looked the same way because she had cut her hair (laughs) and was like, what the... What are you doing? I'm like, what are, are you, you doing? doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So it was just very funny to oh see God. that we both were going through something that right. just said, let's just try it all over again. Right. So now I guess flash forward mm-hmm. to my husband. Um, oh, that was way better than mine. Do it again. This is from the guy who watches way too many cartoons. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, so we go to Phil's barber and. Shout out to Stanley. Stan is, I mean, I, I know Phil will be like, I'm just getting a lineup. And it'll be like three hours later. And I'm like, yo, what is this man doing? And then the he comes man, in and it's like, the, the man's an artist. He totally is. So I thought to myself, I'm not going to go to, I don't want someone to tell me to. Yeah, I felt like I didn't know what I was going to do. But all I wanted was someone to shape my fro and let me do the rest. Don't color, don't like. I will figure it out, but I right. just need a shape. Like my sister said, I need a shape. Mm-hmm. Well, Stanley gave me a great. Uh, kind of Grace Jones vibe. <laughs> um, yeah, he rounded it out, you know. Yeah, no. He shaped it up, cleaned it up. It all, was the, all, beautiful. The, all the split ends vanished. Yeah, yeah, and I'm watching my hair fall, you know, because there was a point where he just blew it out and it was like, okay, here's your fro. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to take care of all this. Like, just give me, just cut it down. He's like, how low? And I'm like, not that right here and I kind of like <laughs> kind of spread my my pointer and my thumb like probably like two three inches and he's like all right and then I just saw the razor go and I was like okay it's real it's real like that was your hair like that was your hair all on the floor but I think what was so interesting is that like of course I'm watching my hair fall but I'm really just watching Phil because I'm just like yo you know the person who you like met and fell in love with is officially gone like are you okay you see what's happening son like it's she's not putting on bearing extensions bearing witness to this was such an honor it was so beautiful and you know (laughs) i'm glad that one of my good friends was there to to help me out do it you know true artist with the with with the clipper and and my wife uh you know watching this uh this Next stage in her evolution was a it was a glorious uh, yeah. thing. Yeah, I was I was I mean she she can t- test. I was smiling through the whole thing. He was smiling for the, the whole, whole hour thing. and an hour plus. It's like everything. <laughs> yeah, because Stan took his time. But it was like I mean it's there was a couple of just feelings that would happen. Like in my mind, I thought, 
wow, like step one, did you ever think you'd be at a barber with your husband? (laughs) (laughs) Look, I never thought I'd be taking my lady to get a cut. Never. I never thought I would be even with a woman like that. Yeah, like I just, there were just so many things like, I feel like it, 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 this is so sad to say because I really feel like I am woman, hear me roar. But it's like, I definitely realized in that moment how much men define us. Like, I know that everyone's like, oh, you know, you got power in the puss and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that puss is as powerful as you feel when it comes down to hair. Like, hair is everything for black women. And by and large, it's because of what we think men want and that has always been glorious Cinderella hair. I mean, Snow White didn't have long hair. She could have been his sister. Her hair was like, you know, kind of poofy. Okay. <laughs> Side okay. note. Side note. But, you know, it's almost like, I mean, I was the girl that put a T-shirt on my head to play outside with my sisters. Like, oh, I'm going to be this princess with long hair. When Little Mermaid came out, I put a T-shirt on my hair to splash the way she splashed onto a rock and have that glorious red thing flow about. Oh, my God. Like, there's so many things that make me feel like men want uh, long hair. And I feel like, for some reason, it's always been not your long natural hair. It's the long... Straight hair. Straight hair. Um, And just thinking to myself, like, I mean, I don't doubt us, but there was a moment that I was just like, yo, he's so supportive, and he always has his husband lens. And it's like, okay, sir, like at some point you're going to realize like your girl doesn't have her hair. And I was waiting for the look of like, this was a bad idea and it just never came. And then I thought to myself, (laughs) wow, like he's a man. He he says this is okay. I've got to rethink some shit. I mean, mean, there's just another level of purity that was revealed, you know what I'm saying, that when, when the hair hit the ground for me. You know, I mean, I think I was just in the game down to the, the real dragon. You say you know? that, and like and, I... Th- and, and that she's proud enough to, to share the real dragon with the world. Well, the proud enough part, like... So, of course, in my mind, I'm like, why do I feel like this is such a big deal? So, I'm thinking, well, the rise of the video vixen is totally a thing. Like, we know what she looks like, and she does not look like a woman with natural hair. Right. But then, you know, Essence had this great kind of survey where they went out and they were like, what do black men think about um, women? And it was almost like a lot of black men were saying things. And I hope it wasn't because they thought they were being interviewed by Essence and they're like, I don't need any of my mother and her sister's getting mad. But it was like a resounding 78% of men that were just like, I think that when I see natural hair, I see a woman who's like a risk taker or more secure um, and that security is sexy or, you know, I, I, it's more about how hair is kept, not the, the type of hair. Um, so it's almost like I'm indifferent as long as it's well kept. Um, but a lot of men were just saying things like, I don't want women who were just like, you know, like they're so caught up in what they have to look like that we forget to experience each other. Like right down to the pool, like a lot of black guys mentioned like, you know, your lady who can't jump in. Yeah, she don't swim. You know, that kind of thing. But let's be clear. Like, he, I mean, there are plenty of guys who are just like, I, I don't want to deal with, like, nap, 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 nap. Like, I know what I want the hair to look like. 
Right. Um, and I think, you know, even with that, like, there are women who are natural who don't want to deal with their nap, nap, nap. And that's why they have a whole bunch of products to help manage the nap. <laughs> so it's like, you're not wrong in saying that, but we're just talking about, do you like your women to just have their natural hair? Yeah. Um, and so I was even surprised to see, you know, that well, it was rounded up to 80% of men saying that, you know, in, in the world of, you know, what we would call commercially beautiful, um, that there are men who are just like, you know, that's everything's nice to look, you know, look at it a commercial. But when I think of my everyday life and what I'm actually going to attach myself to, right. it'd be nice if it was someone who is secure. Enough right. to be natural. So I've, I mean, I've thought I thought about that. I mean, the, the the attitude I definitely got was that I think you know I think a lot of these men were open to women with natural hair, but they of course were raised probably like me with a lot of guys raised with black women who did not you know uh, yeah. attract them with their natural hair. You know, yeah. their their first crush is probably in their natural hair. You know, and and you know, but over time, you know, and through uh, different you know settings. You hopefully get exposed to different kinds of people different from different walks of life and and uh you know you can develop a preference or, or expand your preferences there or yeah. expand your understanding you know of 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 uh, of uh, you know different kinds of attraction there. i you know i help my girlfriends put in weaves and i still love a good mm, a good weave a good lace front um i put i try to put one on and it just did not look right but tell them about the first day back we're back to work God. So the first day back at work, <laughs> I think this is where you're just like, you know. She's grinning so hard. I am grinning because in my she was mind, a super, she was a superstar that day. I just did not realize how big of a Me deal it was either. going to be. There were some reactions. But I also aspect. didn't realize that there was like a, a specific message that people were even waiting for me. So the first is going to be like a teacher who, you know, for all intents and purposes, she's just like, reminds me of myself. And that could be why she literally was like, oh, I think I'm going to cry. Yeah. And then she actually she cried. Cry. And I'm like, what is happening with you? And she says, I've been waiting for this since I met you. And I was just like, what? And then there was like this super, you know, I'm going to call her exotic looking teacher that I have. She's very uh -huh. like feisty and young Howard graduate uh -huh. um, from <laughs> California. Oh, and yeah. it's almost like, girl, not only are you high yellow, but you also have your luscious blonde locks. Mm -hmm. But she is so pro everything. So literally she called her mom and was like, Miss Dragon got her mama. And I was just like, oh, like... Mm -hmm. Y'all were waiting for me to represent something more. Side note, has she followed suit since then? It's been... Who? This, this young lady is referring to. Has she... Followed suit? With you, and has she gone natural? She is... Oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is she she is natural, but oh, it's almost like, let's be okay. very clear. All right. There have been some black girls who were always allowed to go natural mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's like, you can pass. <laughs> right. So I, she's one of those where you're just like, I. it's really easy for you mm -hmm. to go natural when your kink is not my kink and right. your skin color is not... Some, we're black, but we're not right. the same black, you know? Right. Sorry if y'all gonna get offended, but that's what it is. Yeah. Let's be honest, friends. Yeah. Um, so exactly what I said. She would be considered exotic. I would be considered natural. Let's think about it that way. Um, I think it was just so interesting to have some, like, a lot of applause. And here's the thing. The other thing were a lot of girls who were confused. 
what made me probably the most sad were like, I'm thinking about two sisters in particular who have a really, really tough life. Right. Um, and they're very, very dark skinned. And I would, I would go as far as to say is that they do not feel attractive in their lives. Like they're mm. the girls who often pick other friends who are outcasts. Um, right. And their hair is always a mess. Because huh. they, they don't have a mom who can actively keep up with that look. Right. And I thought maybe they would feel comforted by their principal who always like... Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, means. puts it together. The weed was popping. They, <laughs> they were confused. Like they looked at me like, "Black girl, what? You just, Mr. Dragon, why you take off your hair?" And I'm just like, "Oh God, you girls will. It's gonna take you so long. It's it's gonna take you as long as it took me to understand why. Like I'm 35. Yeah. The last time I had my hair out, I was." 15 turning 16 like it this is not about me saying I'm never going to put on a weave or a wig again that's not what this is about this is about knowing that it's actually a choice for me now like I don't feel like I have to put it on but if I want to put it on I want to be able to put it on and I think that's the part about me that I'm so like shocked that as much as I talk about being powerful or feeling empowered I didn't realize how much like hair was my identity slash value. Like I love hair so much, I just figured, oh, you're just doing this thing that you love. But I would have never been able to do this years ago, like walk out with my hair. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize how much of a cultural and uh, social marker it was. I mean, it's been a very black year. Like, so one thing that they were talking about, like, Perm sales last year declined by nearly 46%. What? Because, and the rise of hair care products for natural hair, like color is in, right? You know, um, there are plenty of people who are like, you know, I'm going to embrace it because I was totally moved by Wakanda. (laughs) Like, you know, people were just like, yo, black, you know, you told me that meme or that someone was like, um, being black is hard, but. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. I love being black. Uh, it's kind of dangerous, but the shit's lit. The shit's, yes. <laughs> Color was lit last year. Well, you know, this this past year for sure. Um, and I think there have been a lot of people who've just been seeing, like, a different representation of themselves. Yeah. And I think, like, one blogger did the big chop after watching Black Panther. And then she was just like, well, I'm not really into, like, my journey has not been great. Um, which I think is very real when you're just like, nothing I do fits or makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also added a different layer to it that I didn't think about. It's like immigrant children right. and blackness is different than uh, African-Americans it is. It definitely and is. blackness. It definitely is. But she was struggling and wrestling with her defining and placing and validating her blackness. So she felt like the wrestle in her hair was this wrestle in identity. Like, I don't know if, you know, she was Nigerian and she was talking about, like, what that meant in the space of black is something else to consider. And she didn't realize that it was not, like, reconciled until she was like, there's something about this natural journey that just seems more of an obstacle right now for me. Right. Um, Hmm. But I do feel like, you know, you can't talk about hair without, like, the history behind hair. Um, and the connection that it has to our culture, yeah. you know, um, 
I guess in Tina Turner, it's like, what's hair have to do, have to do with it? <laughs> like, what does hair have to do with it? I think a lot of it is, what are we, like, who are we? Like, people have been trying to define black women. Black women have been defining one another and in all the wrong ways for so long. You know, I can't help but think how relieved we were when Michelle walked out with Barack and we were like, oh, Barack picked a sister. Yes. That thought alone is problematic that we were just thinking this super qualified, handsome black man is probably not going to pick a black girl. But when that black girl was like black, (laughs) like we're like, Mish? You know, she natural hair, like all of that was something that we were all taken aback by. And I think, I don't know if black women are ready to embrace all of our forms. Like it's always like pick a side. I mean, I can see the, the, the apprehension there because of the desire to navigate the different parts of this country and this society with some sense of ease and security, you know, without any fear of being perceived as a threat or as the other. Well, but the impact of, diver- of the diversity in mainstream culture is, I think, you know, making this a little easier to accept. I mean, and then I think there's, like, you know, we're not talking about black girls rocking for a reason. Like, we we need to have a different message about hair. And I think like when we think about history, um, a lot of the articles that we kind of look through and leaf through spoke about like, well, everyone that is a, a beauty or a black beauty rocks weaves, you know, we've had like the Janets, Diana's, the Tyra's, the Naomi, like those are classic beauties Yes, that we just like, it's, it's not really their beauty in natural, but their beauty upon like European standards, right? Exactly. Like how do you have these European features on your dark or darker than, um, than usually mainstreamed um, look? Or rather this is the more, the, the, the most acceptable version. Well, acceptable version because a lot of the whole racial identity politics, especially when it comes down to women has been hair. So hair was uh, your social class. Yes. It was your career. Right. It was. It still is. Yeah. It's an indicator of how much money you're making, how much time you're investing in your image. Um, you know, it, it, it can tell people that now you have children. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I think is so interesting is like, you know, I've told Phil, like, I've, I've ran into people from my past, wow. um, especially, you know, guys who were just like, oh, you know? And I'm like, oh, that O is loaded. I don't know what this is. Um, but but one particular um, interaction was with someone who historically, like, on route to work, always hits on me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he says, mm-hmm, but it's fine. Don't worry, friends. The... <laughs> But when I had the, the, you know, the big chop thing going on, it was like I was unrecognizable, but he still hit on me. And then it was, you know, I was like, hey, you know, we, we've done this before. Hello. Recollect. Mm-hmm. Go back with me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, oh, just very, like, shocked by it. And I said, listen, I'm going to, you know, ask you something because I'm just 
this person. You, your approach was way different this time than previous. Um, and he looked kind of uh, embarrassed because I had the data that suggested I was right. <laughs> um, but in short, em- embarrassed, but still honest, he says that short hair always means that you should ha- kind of approach with more substance. Right. And I was I, like, I mean, what? you know, speaking, you know, speaking as a man that went to HBCU and, you know, and you know, married this beautiful chocolate woman. Um, I mean, I think my brothers out there know know what it is, you know, growing up, and you know, all the sisters we had crushes on, crushes on with the long hair, that long thing, you know, that long Chinese hair down to the back, and everything that back. You know, you, you, you guys know who they were, um, and you know how we thought of them. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, also, you know, when we ran to those sisters in college, it's most likely college, you know, um, with the, with the naturals. And the froze and everything, and you know what you thought when you saw them. I know what I did. You know, I immediately thought of a sister that I didn't take seriously. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I immediately thought of a sister that I could not speak to on some, on some, you know, hey yo, what's good? I have to yeah. preach. I have to approach like, you know, good afternoon, sister. You know, how are you? You know, after I, 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 I the, the, the impression I always got was the first thing I thought was commitment. That's the I mean, first thing that, 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 that came to like that. I, I got, I, I got, I mean, versus, you know, what I became aware of with weed care and everything. You know, when I saw hair like that on a girl, I just got a sense of commitment, a sense of uh, liberation, a sense of uh, security and self that, you know, could be intimidating to other men, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, over time, it's something that I turned personally preferred. I don't have anything against, you know, the weaves and the braids and everything like that. But, you know, I would prefer to see what you could do with your natural hair. I mean, it's so funny because uh, the other person who sounds just like uh, my dear husband is his father, um, who literally every time I walk in now, it's like, sir, I've been married to your husband, to your son for 10 years and you've never greeted me this way. So I'm feeling some kind of way, but he apparently is a big fan of uh, natural hair. And, and, you know, he, he keeps on reminding me that he's kept his mouth shut for 10 years. Um, so I'm oh just like, God. Jesus Christ, like, thanks. Oh um, this is the reality of it. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like what I love about black women is that we, can be so much like a a hairstyle does really make a like a statement about who you want to be that day or yeah. that month or yeah. um and I think that freedom is why sometimes I think being a woman is so much better than being a man like I have the freedom to decide and to choose I think damaging yourself to fit a standard is where the issue lies. Like, why are you changing yourself? Why haven't you accepted yourself? That's a different conversation. I'm just talking about finally embracing myself out there. Like, right. I've, I still love all things hair, cosmetics, and, like, I'm not going to stop wearing deodorant, and like, it's not... <laughs> no, it's not that crazy. It ain't that deep. What I am going to say is I'm I'm so relieved to know that I have this look under a look if I chose to, you know, costume it up a little bit that I, you know, that myself is enough. Like I was worried about like wearing a dress with my natural hair. Like right. 
Is that sexy enough? Like, do she look glorious in it? Thank you, babe. Glorious. Thank you. I feel like the way to help is like, I would love to be able to name a mainstream woman who's natural, and I'm 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 so sorry that I'm gonna say this like this. I consider it a sex symbol. Yes, because here's the thing, and it and this is like a two part conversation. One. You all gonna think it sounds some kind of way, but it's just the reality of it. So just right. stop bitching, okay? Right. One half of me says, I love the fact that women who are considered smart and powerful are not distracted by being a sex symbol. All right. And I don't mind being in a class of women who are like, oh, like you know, you, your natural hair is smart, and so. You know, like when Stacey Abrams came out, like if she came out with a long weave, I don't know if I would have thought maybe she got something. Right. Um, you know, like there are plenty of women like Yaya DaCosta came out from top model with her big, big hair, made a career out of, you know, her look. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that there are women who like are considered smart and natural. I don't see a lot of women being considered sexy and natural. And then if they are natural then I, they're, they're just considered exotic. Like my dear girl from Blackish, I, I love you. You know, you know I love you. You know what? There's a singer I'm thinking of. Who? Um, she's oh. an Afro-Latina. Oh, wait. I mean, I remember the Afro. I saw her. I saw her. The girl some, from Love and Hip Hop. She's on Love and Hip Hop now? She's like a dark-skinned Spanish. I remember her from Revolt, and I was like, that's her hair. All that. I was like, that's, that's, no, that's not a wig. No, I didn't know her but um, oh, there's the, some clippings. There are a lot of sisters talking about. I forget her name now. Amara. Ama, Amara la Negra. Right, right, right. See, si, Amara. She makes a big deal about. She makes her a, hair. So this yeah. is what I will say. Step one. Ding, 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 ding. You actually gave me one. So good. Of course, my husband knows. I, we have how to name. You know when your dude revolt, is like. We have Revolt TV. Okay, look at that. You hear that, ladies? When he's like, he ain't looking. He's revolt looking. We have Revolt TV. Oh, mm-hmm. Play Puff. You play with me. All right, Amara La Negra <laughs> is a very, very, very good example of somebody who is intentionally putting herself out there as a sex symbol with her dark skin and a very prominent, um, and what I've heard is enhanced fro, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, the girl got curls under there. Yeah. It's like she's a sister. Um, and so she is trying to make that, like, I want to be as commercial as. And so that that's true. I think most people would consider her sexy, and that's what she's actually known for. So that's good. Um, I was going to say the girl from Blackish, but I forgot her name. Um, um, Yara Shahidi. Yara, Yara. Yeah, that's all her hair. She's yeah. a beautiful black sister with a black mama, so mm-hmm. not denying her and she, that. And she's an image that brothers respect. Her image is that uh-huh. not only is she beautiful, but she's intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good image to have for girls. Because, again, what I'm not going to do is go through the battle of what's going, like what version of black does, needs to be pushed out. Because I'm just happy that we're living in a world where little girls have more than, um, you know, Ariel the Mermaid and Princess Jasmine to look up to. And, uh, um, and Cash Doll. Who? 
and and any of those dolls. Out there. All the like the brats. <laughs> the the uh, 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 Barbies. Yeah, the dolls. Oh like, yeah, I forgot to go. Oh no, that. there's a whole bunch of like I mean, black girls definitely have a lot more than um, we had. I mean, and so that's great. I I want to make sure that like. Everyone is allowed to be beautiful and natural, yeah. and it's not like a certain type, because you know even you know I love my little show black not blackish what's the one that she does um, grown grownish grownish where then you know we've talked about it pre- in a previous episode I can't recall which one where guys will say that they want you know I've always wanted a sister I wanted a sister but it's like and let the list of exoticals come down like yeah. y'all want Sade you know like <laughs> that ain't the only black that you're gonna pick up you know <laughs> so it's like you know brown girls need to see themselves as being able to embrace all of themselves. You don't have to be a certain complexion with a certain grade of hair for you to be able to be yourself. They they also need to see them being desired. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And being desirable as they are. Yes. You know, I I think there's there's deep down, there's this question between, you know, assimilation or taking ownership of your circumstance, you know? I mean, there's something to be said for, you know, the kind of sex, the kind of sex appeal that black women have developed, that have, have always had for me, but has, has suddenly exploded on the mainstream stage due to other things. And even though, yeah. even though those images may be somewhat exaggerated, you know, to some people, you know, um, I mean, to us, you know, it's you know an everyday thing. You know, oh, that's a that's a, that's a nice looking sister, but it, of course, it only represents one part of a, of a greater whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Nicki Minaj is one kind of sexy for black women, but then you know, my wife is a whole different level of sexy for black women. Why he did not just put me on? Oh Lord, next to Nicki Minaj, <laughs> Jesus Christ! But then I don't know what he just did? But, but then you know, but then you have women, you know, who exude an uh, intelligence and energy. Um, that you want your little girls to aspire to, like Angela Rye, for example, an attractive woman. You know, she's. You know, um, my apologies, we have technical difficulties. We have a cat in the kitchen street. I just, I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing here? Like, well, go, go ahead, baby. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You, no, you, you were you just making me think. Like, I think being a woman is so great. I can't stand her. She literally is in the back, like tearing up a tree. Excuse me. Like. <laughs> And Phil's gonna go try to get her out. Um, as you hear the footstep, boom, 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 boom. Um, I struggle with like how to message, or not even like it's the same thing about being black. There are times like I walk on the train and I'm looking at everyone who looks like me on the train, and I hope, and even if this sounds ridiculous like it's not my job to make white people comfortable right that's not what i'm saying right but i i definitely want to make sure like you can't look at me and think that we're all the same or we're right. all this one way right and so i do feel like there's well, um, i mean yes and 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 here's the thing i feel like that's not everybody's um you know purpose or mission but i definitely love to you know, disprove whatever it is that people think about all of us. And I think when I walk on the train and it's like, you know, I'm not being a a jerk or an asshole or, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, my, the latest whatever Uzi something is playing out loud because I forgot all decorum about your shit being your shit. Like, all of that is important to me. Like, messaging is important to me. Yeah. And so if I feel that way about my skin color, know that I feel the same way about, like, my gender. Right. I want to twerk to um, good form with Nikki and still be able to walk into a luncheon with Michelle, like, and yeah. not be judged on what type of woman I am. Yeah. But I do recognize that the type of hair choice I make, it puts me in a, like an affiliation. Like you made a choice. Yeah, you put, you it, made a choice it, to it, sit it with you, Michelle with this it puts hair. You, yeah. It puts you in a different air. You know what I'm saying? It puts you in a whole different air. And, um, I think, you know, uh, People just are, in a sense, forced to take you seriously and forced to understand. I think the, the image, I think you've imparted this yeah. impression before that a lot, a lot of people are getting the impression that, you know, oh, she's not wasting time. No. Way. Oh, my she, goodness. She, 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 she's about her business. You say she's that. About, she has no time to waste on some hair. She's about her business. Yes. She's, like, not, she's not in here trying to look, trying, I've, trying, I've trying to be fabulous. I've received some people who said <laughs> things like, um, she's about her business. you know, that I look more like my job. Serious. Um, and I've also had people who've been like, hey, Dragon, you know, what's 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 next for you? You know, and I'm just like, mm -hmm. it's 8 o'clock in the morning. What do you yeah. know what's next? Because there's a certain look that says, are you prepping for something, something else? Yeah, something else. Are you about to do something? Yeah. And I think big? for people who've seen me in, like, I, for myself, in one light, now I'm like, oh, yeah, what her, else can I do? Yeah, her, her new talk show's coming out next fall. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be just Valerie. <laughs> just Valerie. <laughs> or just, Val just Valerie. No, just Valerie. And at the no, end of the Y, there'll no, be like a star no, or something. No, we're going to have your dad say that for the soundtrack. Just oh, Valerie. <laughs> well, listen, friends. I feel like we might have to update our um, picture. So the look of love can can show me yes, in my um this is true my new um Haitian glory yes this is true that's um true. but yeah but I feel like this was definitely about me which I love <laughs> but I know that a lot of my female listeners yes, can totally relate to this please give us feedback um and I do feel like it's so sad to say this is a new layer that I'm just like uncovering yeah. at the age of thirty five. Yeah. But I also feel like where I am in my life right now, I'm definitely trying to, like, just define some things, like, in a long-term way. Like, not not the right now, but, like, who are you going to be in the next blank, blank, blank? And, yeah. you know, that answer is always a stupid one because it's never going to be what you planned. Yeah. However, yeah. I definitely did not anticipate this look when I thought about my older self because I was oh, just man. so committed to something that just seemed like part of my commitment. Like, in, in the name of sisterhood, you always had a good weave in tow. Um, <laughs> I so. mean, you know, I, I could not help but, you know, immediately think of the young girl I met at 24. Oh, my God. And this woman who, you know, as soon as you know, my man Stan was done in the chair, I immediately thought of that young girl I met standing right next, standing right next to her. I'm just like, I am so stunned and in awe of you know <laughs> my woman's evolution it's very motivational for me you know because uh 
you know, I, you know, change is needed, you know, and she's definitely been a big inspiration for change for me with this. And, you know, I, she, she, I mean, she's, she's I sexier, to get laid. sexier than she's ever been. And, you know, the reaction that she's gotten from young ladies is awesome. You know, especially Guys, some of her. Especially you some go deep now. Her young apprentices. Her young apprentices let have me, been. Let me let me lighten it up for you guys. I mean, you her, know her, what? Her young her younglings are are. And I've gotten. Are all Twitter. And I've gotten my actual hair pulled during the good times. Ta da! That should be reason enough. Oh my god! But oh, 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 another thing. But one more thing. Another thing that has been. I was going to wrap it up, but I oh no! But that's why I I, I had to throw this in there. What you? One of the things you immediately noticed was your time management is all different now. Oh yeah! Wait, wait, wait. He's right. I do have to say the mornings. The mornings are pop, pop, popping. Now I know everyone's like, oh, it's not. And now I'm the late one. And now I'm the late one because I gotta shave. Okay, thank you. God, (laughs) he gets so loud. Kind of move this back a little bit. No, listen, my wash and go has been a real experience. I've been able to wash, use whatever hair has been wet to manage a nice little curl sealer. And then kind of just quaff, 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 and I'm done. And I'm just like, wait a second. I didn't even know I had the grade of black hair that would allow me to actually just kind of wet go and watch little curls form. So I'm like, yes. So I feel like, no, I've been pretty fortunate. I don't know what's going to happen when it grows and how I feel yes. about that. Yeah. But right yeah. now yeah. in this short do, it's been very manageable and quite liberating. And I feel like, listen... Don't just close off your, you know, your, your your story. There are new chapters. You got to just take a chance on what you feel is right. Yeah. Right I'm, now, this is right. Yeah. Don't say I'm a hypocrite if 10 years from now you see me with a nice weave. Yow. I mean, this is just another chapter in the dragon song, in the book of dragon. <sighs> All right, guys, it's time to go. This is probably, you know <laughs> what? This is why we should talk to you regularly because this is probably <laughs> the longest episode we've had. How long is this one? About 45 minutes. Oh, no. We're this is our that. standard. Guys, yeah. listen. Yeah. Listen, we have like two more shows that we've kind of drafted out in our heads. Yes. So we're going to take advantage of some time at home to mm. make sure that we can put something out very soon um, and give you at least two goodies before the new year. Yeah. Um, But in case we get caught up and we don't keep our word, know that we thank you for still listening in 2018 and hope that you bring some of our conversations in 2019. Yes. Please feel free to provide your feedback on our Facebook page. our local love podcast. Uh, Feel free to, you know, hit us up online at Instagram at at tapio grade three and at uh, Mm -hmm. the orange crush with a K. Um, and uh, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know what we're going to do. We, we will have an email address for the for the new year that uh-huh. you guys can, uh, you know, hit us up directly, and not you know flood our other accounts. Um, but please, you know, let us flood know. My accounts, I never checked them. I don't know. <laughs> you guys talk to him, okay? <laughs> All right, guys. All right, bye. See you in 2019. All right, take care. Peace. <laughs>